Welcome to the 1334 Decks, where we do the research so you don't have to. Did I do that one right? Yeah, we're finally getting you into right. the new open. You've been rusty for about a month, but we finally got you with the new open. So, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, it's an important date, Friday. Friday, correct? Yep, yep. Friday is an important date. Question is, do we call it a birthday or do we call it an anniversary? That, that's actually a good one. <laughs> I feel like it's an anniversary. I mean, we get to celebrate two anniversaries in one year. We, I mean, we hit a milestone ourselves on this show. Well, Friday, we will have hit a milestone. And we will be celebrating our one year uh, birthday, anniversary, whatever uh, that's up for debate. But we um, we made it this far, surprisingly. I know. Uh, we didn't crash and burn. Woohoo! To be honest, I, I would have assumed us not to crash and burn. I just was... Assuming you'd kick me out of the car while we were riding down the highway. No. That's all I was expecting. Not yet. The amount of times those applications were put out there, I think I saw two on Indeed. And we're not even like an LLC or anything. We're not actually going to pay you. Why was there a job posting on Indeed? You know, sometimes HR asks me to do certain things just as safety precautions. And just because my fingers. HR. I didn't ask you to do anything. Right, right, right. (laughs) There's only two of us. You'd be surprised how many positions I've decided to have and how many times my fingers just danced over the eject button a couple of times there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've made it to our, or almost, but yeah, we can pretty much call it. We've made it to a full year of making podcast episodes. Oh, I know. And it's been wild. I know. We came, we've come a long way from the pilot. We went from there just being two of us to... Now we have a team to handle Go News. We've got our setup for handling big game news, big news drops. I'm more happy I've actually been able to learn editing because the amount of time it used to take me to edit the original episodes because I had no idea what I was doing in Audacity. Thank you, YouTube, for teaching me how to edit because nobody else was going to teach me how to do that. So thank you, YouTube. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't try to teach you over Zoom. It's... Yeah, I just, although you do have a share screen method, but yeah, I feel like I, that still would be too confusing. YouTube's always better. Yeah, so it's how I taught myself all the photography stuff. It's kind of interesting seeing some of our, I don't know, like, we're able to see kind of the analytics to the shows. I would always think the pilot would be the, like, the most listened to episode. It's actually not. It's the fourth episode we did when the anime was announced for America. That's our most listened to episode. I believe it. The pokey anime community is massive. I follow a bunch of different people on Twitter about it. I think that's how I kind of keep uh, I keep up to date with it. Um, I do have a question. Since it is going to be our one year, and this was, you know, inflicted due to Pokerus. Yeah. We had this idea for a while, uh, and then... It was a good motivating force. It was motivating force because it got us to... Stay in, stay connected, and keep us afloat, uh, especially when things were hard on everybody. Yep. Um, did did you see this being where it is now, and do you see this going anywhere else? I think right now we're pretty much on the track. I would have foresaw. I mean, when when we started was just like a real simple idea, like yeah, let's talk about Pokemon news. And, I mean, you've already had, like, podcasting experience. I am brand new to, like, a lot of this. I mean, listening to podcasts, you know, daily and actually doing one are way separate. 
concepts. Oh. But yeah, so I mean, we are doing pretty good from what I thought. I mean, we've had a couple, you know, rocky times where we've had to like, okay, like I know like you've had a busy schedule because I know you travel and you've got your own show to manage and you've got other podcasts that you do too. So, I mean, I think that kind of helped me like start learning, okay, like I need to have backup plans. Like I know like I usually coordinate with you. If you got a miss, okay, I've got my like next team I can go with. If there's something where they can't meet on, I got to need another team after that too, just in case. So like, I'm glad we've been able to kind of grow the family. It's not just, you know, us having to like carry everything. You know, we've got other people we can rely on. I mean, we're pretty much on track. That's important. Yeah, that's important. So thank you to the go team for picking up that slack, uh, because that that's kind of like with uh, my my main show is we have so many people. We have a huge family, um, but then we also have friends who do other shows who, yes, they'll guest host on ours and make it easier and make life like a lot easier and stuff. Uh, but there is a constant grind and you you faced it this year. You, yeah, you've, ta- you've taken you've taken the Tauros by the horns and. And you wrestled it, and um, I I want to say thank you. You've done an amazing job. Your editing skills have been flawless as of late, uh, much better than mine. I've also gotten incredibly lazy. I just have a theme song. That's it. We have raw audio. <laughs> I think I think every now and then I have to edit something because something personal might have been said or information that has no business being out there got said. It happens. But you guys have some heated it. talks. But, I mean, the advantage with your 1334 show is you guys are all recording in the same room. So a lot of the problems that I got to worry about are things you don't have to worry about because we're yeah. unfortunately on almost different ends of Texas. So we have to do yeah. our talking through Zoom while we're recording on Audacity. And then usually when we're done, you would send you send me your audio. So then I got to start syncing them up and start editing from there, which usually hasn't been an issue. Like once I find that sweet point, okay. This is where everything's syncing up. It, the rest of it's just pretty, you know, pretty chill and pretty just like, okay, this we're just going down the hill at this point. Don't got to worry about much. Um, the only times I've ever hit panic mode were, it, depending on like how fine-tuned your hearing is, trainers, on some of the episodes. Um, I'll peel back the curtain. Um, usually when I do guest interviews and like when I have the Go Team on, we have a different setup where we actually record on Discord and we use a um, we use Craigbot to record our you know record our audio, which about ninety five percent of the time is awesome. Just there's that five percent of the time where Craigbot sometimes like loses like five to ten seconds of audio at least once. So it's me trying to figure out okay, where can I splice the talk to make it seem like it's a natural progression? And he like always finds the worst times to drop that audio, but I mean it's. It just comes with the territory with audio. I mean, we're, you're going to run into glitches no matter like what you do. And they've been usually pretty good fixes. But yeah, like, I've got my strategies now. Like I'm not as clueless as I was back in 2020 when we recorded the first episode. As we are now like one year in the making. We've gotten creative. Even like with the music too. Like I think I finally... Unless we, unless we commission somebody to make us our own custom intro and outro song. Like I'm pretty happy with it because... Now that I have like the that music set, all I got to do is just okay, insert here, insert here. Listen to make sure the music's not overpowering you if you start the show, or me if I'm starting the show, and take us out of the the ending music, and we are good. So a lot of the headaches we used to have back in the day, we don't have anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm saying I love it. I need to I need to do an outro song for for my show. I did it for a little bit. 
I had uh, some PokeTubers music. They make other music other than uh, Pokemon rap as the closing song of the 1334 show. Um, but I just it it just didn't blend well. So I'm still kind of navigating. I'm just like yeah, but I need to I need to have a closing song on my show. We're facing a really 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 dry stretch. So let's get this out of the way. Back to back weeks. We ain't got much. This lead up into we, like E3 is pretty much just in the desert, but, no oasis, <laughs> rain in sight right now. But that's where I was going. We have E3 just around the corner. The rumor mill has been happening. I know you're not a fan of rumors, but I've been hearing that we're finally going to get a little, a little more, maybe a trailer or a little more news drop involving uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh, just like more footage than what they gave us uh, for the Pokemon Direct. Which is what I would expect. Yeah, I mean, this is about the time where, okay, they could start showing a little bit because now you got to start promoting the game. We're getting into summertime. You start promoting it and you build it to when it comes out in November. Uh, rumor is we probably get the release date itself. That might be the news even for what what's coming up. But the rumor mill is about a week out. We're going to start getting hit with some stuff. Um People have already started doing the Korra Korra scans. It's been a while, but I mean, it just shows the anime stuff, but then they'll have like a little diamond and pearl corner thing, but nothing translated out of it. It just says the new game. So there's something I haven't heard in a long time <laughs> since there hasn't been any games. Korra, it really Korra hasn't Korra any Korra yeah. stuff. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, it was so foreign to me. Although they sell Korra Koros at this Japanese uh, bookstore. It's always the month before. Like, it's never, yeah. I don't think it's ever up to date, but it's always the month before. But they have it, uh, they have it available. And I bought in a couple. I bought one that had, I don't know why, like, it was my favorite one. I have it under, uh, on my stack of, like, different comic books and stuff where my, uh, coffee table is. And it has, um, Mewtwo on the cover, like, the 90s Ken Sugimori Traditional Mewtwo artwork. art. <laughs> but it had the New Japan Pro Wrestling logo underneath it and i guess there was some kind of cross article between one of the wrestlers uh tetsuya naito or something and i guess he plays pokemon and it like it was like an inner cross thing and i had to get it i just had to get it and so i got it and that was 2016 maybe 2017 so i've i still go and i'll buy them when i see anything pokemon related in them um and you get like a free little comic or something cool i think the last one i got i got uh I got like a little sticker book, like Ooh. one of those tiny little sticker books, and it had um, Pokemon from uh, Sword and Shield. Aww. So it had like the starters, Wooloo, uh, Yamper, and then I want to say uh, Zashin, both Zamazenta, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. those usually make their rounds. I mean, at least you're finding solid media because when I started looking, because I usually have my system, like what days I start looking at, you know, what news stories are out there. I'm trying to remember the website name. I think it was called like Screen Dub or something to that nature. Going through and like, oh, there's like a new Pokemon being teased. Like, okay, I haven't seen anything on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe it's been a while or maybe I just haven't seen it. Click on the article. And of course, this is how cutting edge their uh, research team is. Their uh, new Pokemon that was being teased was Farfetch'd or Galarian Farfetch'd, I should say. These people are a little bit out of date, or their team is just so, so desperate for news. They're not even bothering fact-checking these things anymore. So, um, yeah, screened up people or whatever your website is, uh, you, you might want to get a little bit more on your A-game here when it comes to news. Because, oh boy, that's just sad. 
So I, I do have some good news on my front. Actually, I have two good news stories that happened over the weekend. So um, I got to play uh, Uncle, and uh, my nephew stayed with me all weekend. Aww. So him and I went out, and he loves Pokemon too. So we were just going out and looking at stuff, um, and we were at Target. I know they don't sell the cards anymore, but we were just looking at different stuff, probably trying to find him like a Pokemon shirt or something yeah. that he, he would like. Like a toy or something. And I finally found one. I have not been able to find one at any comic book store, at any GameStop, or at any Hot Topic. I found one tucked in the back of like like the Mario stuff. Not even in front, not with the Pokemon stuff, but with the Mario stuff. I got a Mew Funko Pop. I was excited about that. Like, oh. I was really, really happy. I got a Mew Funko Pop. Then, fast forward to maybe like an hour and a half later, I didn't even know they had these ones out. I went to this uh, comic book store at this out- outdoor mall in Garland, Texas. And I walked in, and I'm just looking around, and I'm buying comics. I look over, and there's a Psyduck Funko Pop. Oh, yeah. That one's coming out. Yeah, I got a Psyduck Funko Pop. Uh, I felt the the lady was so sweet. She had two. There was two of them, and they were sitting like behind the counter, but like on a shelf, and they were laying flat. And I saw them. I was like, "Oh, excuse me, are are y'all selling those?" And she's like, "Well, I put those aside for me because she does re repainting and makes the shiny colors." Oh, that's pretty creative. So yeah, but then she was like, "You know, we have plenty in the back. You could have one." And she was very kind about it. I was like, "Oh, okay," and uh, I got it felt bad though because she put it aside for herself but you know she works there they said they had more so yeah i don't feel so bad but i feel bad um but then here's the other thing left the comic book shop there's a place called movie trading company it's where they resell and collect it's like they sell old games old movies uh new stuff consoles everything like comics plushes toys the whole bit um and my nephew and I were looking, and my nephew was like, oh, cool. Uh, do they sell Pokemon cards here? I was like, uh, yeah, they usually do, but it's like the individual like $30, not graded, but like in a sleeve, like rare. Yeah, like another like, plastic binding thing. And uh, so he goes and looks at it, but then I, caught, I looked over with him. I was like, oh, well, let's see what they have. I looked over, full stock of Elite Trainer boxes, and it's across the street from me. So full, full, full thing. Here's the downside. There's 70 bucks. Yeah, that's the issue with uh, the local shops is they have free range to raise prices instead of going market value. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've they've always been – well, at least with, when they sold the card packs, the card packs were only maybe 80 cents more. So it wasn't yeah. that big. That's like that too Even bad. the Elite Trainer Box, I think it's because of the craze that, like, they jacked it. They yeah. jacked it way up. They're going to take advantage of it, and they're like, you know what? All right, if y'all are buying these like hotcakes, all right, instead of because they're they used to charge fifty for elite trainer boxes, still good because they're usually forty at Walmart or forty five at GameStop, but they were they were fifty fifty five. Yeah. So now I see them at seventy five. I was like, eh, no, I'm out. <laughs> I am out. I don't need them that bad. Oh, you were out, but um, I got a story too. So I was just going to Walmart last week and. Maybe this is just the way you're supposed to hunt, like, Pokemon cards. I had no intention of buying Pokemon cards. Like, I would just pretty much like, I need to go. It's my sister-in-law's birthday. I need to get her a gift. Okay, I already know what I'm going to get her. So going into the Walmart, like, eh, why not? I'm already here. Let me just walk through that aisle. 
walk through and sure enough they have a full stock of shining fates tins elite trainer boxes like a new box of just like nothing but battle styles packs like i really think they just like ripped off the cardboard top to this box and put it on the shelf and just let people take you know whatever they want from there I may have loaded up on cards. I took it as a sign. So I grabbed... Okay, did you did you open all of them? Yep, opened all of them. I, I need to scratch the itch, Come man. On. I need to scratch the itch, man. I hadn't been able to get any cards in like Look, so long. Look, all I'm saying is you could have been a good friend and mailed me at least two packs. That's all I need, just two packs. And then we could have done them on the show. You know, there's content like that we could have done when we have a light week like this. Because I'm, I'm, I'm having no luck. And they, they are dead serious about pulling uh, cards. So, like, I, even the Target, they've pulled every trading card. All of them. Football, baseball, all of them. Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, and they have to sign. all that stuff. Yep. They took it all out. Um, and they just they said, sorry for the inconvenience, but for until further notice, we are not selling trading cards. And so all of them, Magic Gathering, Magic the Gathering is really, really big up here. And I know Target always has it, like full stock, ready to roll. And nope, that's all gone. Like, they had like a legit, most of the Target card shops have like a legit half aisle dedicated to just Magic the Gathering. Like more than Pokemon and the baseball and stuff, like it's huge here. So I'm like, okay. But when that's gone, I was like, oh yeah, nope. Yeah, they're serious. They are dead serious. Of course, you go to you go to Walmart's and it's it's empty. Yeah, that's all like my GameStop ever like is guaranteed to have just Magic the Gathering stuff. I mean, if if I find Pokemon cards of any kind there, that's an extremely good day. Uh, same thing for Walmart. It's just like, well, I most likely gonna get disappointed, but let me just check because maybe. I always just check. maybe they're gonna have something, and like like I said, like last Wednesday was one of those days where, eh, why not? I'm already here. I have no intention of buying. So I, like, okay, looks like I'm buying. So I ended up getting two ETBs, like one for each Urshifu, Urshifu form, and I got one Shining Fates tin, which was the Bolton one. It's like okay, I wasn't even planning on the Shining Fates one until like, well, if they have Bolton, why not? Because I like Bolton. Sure enough, they had it. So okay, we're we're rolling with this then. We were going with this. But pretty happy with my pulls. That's the second time I've got the alternate art Urshifu, or just like Urshifu, like single-handedly lifting that giant boulder above his head. So I got my second one of those. So I got—I guess I got one I could trade now, or if I know somebody that really needs it, I can start negotiating something with them. Got a Flapple VMAX card, the Victini VMAX card. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with the finds overall. And, uh, That's good. I should probably go back and check to see if it held up. But I don't know, maybe... Like, I've almost gone, like, every day of the week to Walmart just to see if I can figure out what days they're, like, restock days. And maybe Wednesday is a restock day, or I just got lucky, because I usually hear it's, like, Fridays. Like, it's always people lining up Friday mornings, you know, waiting for those restocks. But, I don't know, I guess when you live in a small town, schedules are different, so maybe Wednesday yeah. is my day. Also, I haven't played this game in a while, but with my nephew over, we decided to, to dive into it. I haven't progressed in Pokemon Snap. Full disclosure. Uh, we've established we're waiting for your well, surgery I, before you get time to actually be able to really yeah. dive in. But I forgot how much I actually thoroughly enjoyed this game, and I'm not a fan of these kind of games, but I played Pokin for like two hours with my nephew. Oh, I nice. forgot how good I am at that game, and I forgot how much fun it is. 
I don't like fighting games that much. I just it's not my cup of tea. I have fun playing them, but yeah. it's not what I dive into. But I played it and I was like, "Oh, this feels so good." Now I forgot how much I love maining Garchomp. Uh, Mewtwo's one of my favorites. Uh, I finally figured out how to beat people who use like chandelier, chandelier, chand, 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 tongue tied today. But yeah, finally figured out how to you know pe- beat people who use that because they try to wall it out by using the the range attack, and I'm like, oh god. I finally figured it out. I got it. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised. Like, what, it's Shadow Mewtwo, right? That's the special Mewtwo in Pokémon. Shadow right? Mewtwo is the special one in uh in whatnot. That is actually like, I th- we had this discussion last week. Bandai Namco has been just lights out. It's just not fair. I need them to sign an official partnership with Pokemon and Game Freak. Dude, Figure this out. They keep pumping out graphics like Snap and Pokemon. That's very very likely. I'm actually kind of surprised. Oh like, my goodness! Shadow Mewtwo hasn't popped up in like more like Pokemon games. It's a pretty cool design. Even I mean, they didn't do that with Primal Dialga. Think like yeah. they, they should use some of these spin-off mons uh, in different stories. Because I would have figured they would have done at least Shadow Mewtwo in like Pokemon Go. Because Pokemon Go at least got like the clone Venusaur, Bulbas- or Venusaur. Um, Charizard and Blastoise, and they got Armor Mewtwo from the movie as a good way to like promote it. So it would have been kind of cool. I mean, if they're able to just kind of promote, like maybe there's a Pokemon Two on the horizon. Like, oh, if you play Pokemon Go, you can get like Shadow Mewtwo. I mean, they do costume Pokemon all the time. It's not like it breaks the game or anything. At least as far as I know, it's not like it breaks the game. But be kind of cool. That's one good thing with Pokemon Go is they're free to like embrace the merch and embrace like the other games as well. I guess we'll see on the whole like. Primal Dialga, if we'll, you know, maybe we'll get its Primal Palkia in return, and maybe they'll pop up in the new games. I mean, who knows? We're, we're usually left guessing until the very end. So, I this has been something I see amongst the community. They have, and I I love it as well. It's actually probably one of my favorite things, but I'm not pounding the table for it. What's your take on wanting Mega Evolutions in the remakes? Does it make sense to you? Does it seem like a good idea? Do you? Th- I don't think they're doing the Gigantamaxing in these remakes. I think they're going to somehow save it for Arceus or something if they decide to go that route. I think they're almost scrapping it. I think it's a Z-move thing where it just doesn't resonate, and they're just like, it is what it is. Although it's perfect for, for raid battles. Um, but I, I don't think they like that mechanic. And it's just going to fall wayside. But Megas. Everyone constantly talks about Megas. And they're all clamoring for Megas in the remakes. Because, you know, you could keep it in the that, uh, what is it, that timeline. The Mega yeah. timeline with, like, auras and stuff like that. And, you know, it gives Cynthia a Mega Garchomp. And she's already an ace. Like, she's already one of the best trainers there is. So, yes, let's have a boost and make it a little tougher. I don't, you know, it's... Things like that. The idea seems cool. I don't, I'm not, there's no rumor of it being in there. It's just people asking for it. Um, and I, mm. I want to know your take on it. Like, what, what's, what's your view on the megas and, and the game mechanics? Do you see them doing it? Do you see them just kind of throwing stuff out? Or, or is this game going to be literally carbon copy of the original? Personally, I mean, I wouldn't get my hopes up totally, totally for Megas. 
because it's it's megas aren't the story of Sinnoh. The story of Sinnoh is the legends, the creation of you know the world and Pokemon. It's the the story of megas is written to the lore of Kalos. As you know, that's what makes Kalos unique. Z moves are what make Alola unique. Gigantamax forms, you know, are what make Galar unique. Like coming from like a, a storyteller, because I mean that's what, one thing I really enjoy is storytelling. You know, building your worlds that make sense. Like you don't want to just like take it and put it there forcefully. Like we're just writing this in there because we just want to make people happy. Like you you kind of like ruin the way that the world was that world was created, the way that story was told. Like I I wouldn't mind it. Like I would love it. I mean. I love Mega Lucario and I would love to use one because, you know, Lucario kind of came out in Gen 4. And, like, I would love to have one on my team as, like, one of my aces. But, I mean, it's not. Oh, like, I'm I not, totally. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, I'm not going to, like, be, like. I didn't even think of that. Banging my fist on the table or, like, this is the worst game ever because they didn't include, you know. Like, I'm not expecting there to be Megas. I'm not expecting there to be, like, brand new Gigantamax forms or anything. Like, it'd be cool. And if they did do it, like. I guarantee you it's probably going to be like post-game content after you beat Cynthia. If they're at the resort area, you'll probably figure it out there. And there might be just a special gym or arena where you can do Gigantamax forms. And maybe you can start hunting for a Megastone and stuff like that and like re-challenge the gym leaders kind of thing. But I... Like I am not putting that on top of my like, save for, it for the battle frontier or something. Yeah, yeah, like it 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 doesn't need to be put in the story of Sinnoh just for the sake of being put in the story of Sinnoh. Like I, I think that's what you we're at the point where that's what makes every region unique and like I'm not expecting Gigantamax forms to continue on to Gen nine. I'm not gonna be like, Wow, this is like horrible if they put him in Gen 9, but I mean, like, I'm expecting when we get to that generation there to be something brand new, something unique, like maybe like another evolution of the idea of Gigantamax forms. You know, I, I want them to experiment more, like, because if we kept repeating the same ideas over and over, we're going to get bored of it. Like, you will get bored of Megas eventually. I think what it was, though, is, uh, and I just thought about this as we were talking about it, because... We said Gen 7, everything's unique, right? Yeah. To that generation. Problem was, we ended up going four games with Megas. Like, you only had Gen 7 with Z-moves. You went XY, Auras, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon with Megas. Yeah. Accessible. And, like, I think of all the other mechanics, even the walking Pokemon, that fell wayside after uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah. And then we didn't see it till now. So, I mean, I could see where they're coming from because, yeah, we did. We had an extended time with with Megas, especially especially because it, it, it balanced competitive. That's why I'm curious to know if they do it. But I, I agree with you. If they do do it, it would, you know, Battle Frontier, like post-game content. Um, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't complain. Again, I like Megas, and I think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, do, I, do I think they're going to do it? Uh, no, nah, probably not, but... You know, it is a good discussion because um, I'm starting to see the YouTube videos. People are already starting to get the rumor mills and all the C- uh, 4chan or, you know, Discord, whatever nonsense. And I'm just like, oh, goodness. we're starting this already. We haven't even got like a like an official trailer yet. Yeah. Like, calm, calm down. It's too early for this nonsense. Like, I, I get that there's um, 
like I think what was the thing that started it all? There was like some figures coming in, and there was like a Mega Charizard figure and a Mega Lucario figure. I mean, they're popular Pokemon. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, cool. Oh, you I saw mean, that they had like uh, merchandise yeah. involving Megas. Oh, oh, I think, you know that. I think it's like what's like that is a key sometimes. Yeah, but it's not always though. Like I, that's not enough for me to put my faith in. Also, we are celebrating Gen Six this month. So, yeah. or Gen Sixth, Gen Six this month. Uh, so you know it could be merchandise due to the the monthly celebrations of each region. Yeah. Um, we're going through like what makes every generation like unique and special. So it's like. Everyone's going to have their own time. Everyone's got their own story to tell. It's just when you try to force things into a story, you lose like what would make your story great or what your baseline good. Like putting something in for the sake of doing it never, never ends well or never makes for a good story. So it's like, eh, if they oh, do it, woohoo. If they don't, eh, no big deal. My goodness. You will not believe the breaking news, Albert. Did your uncle from Nintendo just send you something? No. Pokemon Sleep still doesn't exist. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. It never it never existed. Like you must have been dreaming that, buddy. It, that was never a I, I I just <laughs> I saw a, I saw a meme and it had the Pokemon Sleep logo and I just I thought it would be funny to do that. Just be over dramatic and be like I want oh, them oh, to there it is. I kinda hope that is still the project because I just want them to start a direct with Pokemon Sleep. Because I think more people will lose their minds. It's gonna be twenty twenty six and they'll be like, Friends, do you remember when we announced <laughs> It's still in development. It's not ready, but it's still in development. It's like it's poke. It did like change the name Project Nocturnal. Pokemon, like okay, great. It's Pokemon Sleep. Is it coming out? Yes, in like six months. Six months comes around. We never had a release of anything. What we don't. Are you talking we don't know where you people got this information from. What are you thinking? This is what it's come down to. I, I really just want to know what's... I, at this point, I just want to know what happened or if we're just going to like let this eventually fall into the wayside and nobody remember it. But th- that would have been something I bet you and me would have at least tried at least once, like bought the peripheral. What happened to Pokemon Smile? Is that still a thing? Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't like at least do like an update and add like Gen 2 Pokemon or something to Pokemon Smile. Or maybe like Gen 8 and add like the Gen 8 Pokemon. But yeah, that's still a thing. I, I, I think it just gets like occasional updates just to like fix some bugs every now and then because i'll see it pop up on my phone never updating apps and stuff but no that's still the thing it's still a legitimate thing uh another question did y'all talk about this at any given time um because i was walking around the mall uh saturday walked past the build-a-bear they have score bunny now yep did not notice that did not know it's score bunny and he has his like little like fire hoodie too that you can get with it oh it's so cute but yeah, that's, I believe, available now. I'm guessing maybe we'll get Sobble or Grookey next. I would I would get a Sobble one. Sobble's probably going to have like a little raincoat or something. If you were to have one Pokemon at Build-A-Bear that you would want, which one would it be? Mm, I'd be torn between Riolu or Lucario. I'd probably do Riolu. You would, all right, so you would you would default to your favorite? I don't even think I would default to my favorite. I'm trying to think of a Pokemon that would be like, per- you know what I want? I want Mudkip or more Pico, Hangry Mode. I would do one of those two. I feel those would be the best Build-A-Bear or whatever. How do you not have the Snorlax one yet? Okay, 
the two locations that are relatively close to me because I actually wanted to go get one. Don't have them. Oh, so yeah, so, no Snorlax with the little like pajamas and little nightcap for you. I, oh, trust me, I was on the cusp of getting it as soon as I saw it. I was like, all right, I'll go get some money and and get this Snorlax. Nope, not a chance because the two locations, and and one of them is one of the biggest malls. Period. It's Galleria in Dallas. The nope, they 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 have Pikachu, they have Eevee, and now Score Bunny. They did not have Snorlax. Uh, I would do one. I would do Eevee in a heartbeat if I could. I've just never been around a Builder Bear to actually be able to check to see if they're at it. Oh, Builder Bear is such a cute store, but it's also a nightmare with all five thousand kids in that little store. Social distancing did not exist even with the pandemic in that store. Yeah, this is why it's good to actually have like um since nieces and nephews because now I have a reason to take my nieces. What's funny is when they uh, when Pokemon first announced their line with Build a Bear. It came out while I was doing something for Nintendo in New York, and my nephew was visiting my grandparents. I took him to, it's like the second or third biggest mall in, in the United States. It's Palisades in, uh, like, Palisades, New York. I took him to Build-A-Bear, and we got, we got one, of the, one of the Pikachus, the very first line of Pikachu Build-A-Bears. And I got him with a $85 later. Okay, you better, you better enjoy this. I mean, I guess you got the little, like, scent insert, the little, like, talking box, got it extra fluffy, got it the outfit, all that good stuff. Got the, and then, like, you know, he, he wasn't, no one's going to say anything into the voice box, so we had to find, like, uh, YouTube audio to play up against the little recording thing to get the, the Pikachu noise. Really? I thought they had, the, like, the already pre-programmed, like, Pikachu audio boxes. Not, not at that point. Uh, not with the first run. Uh, I think when they started introducing more, I think they started popping them in. Um, and they finally had it because that's what I, I would assume they would have had those. I'm like, oh, if they're going to do that, you know, have a Pikachu cry or something. Nope. We had to bootleg it into a voice box with the heartbeat and everything. It was like, oh, goodness. But it, w- it was a fun little experience. Yeah. I'll say at least you guys were smart enough to like, figure, hey, we could just use like YouTube videos or something to record this because I was like, eh, oh, well, no Pikachu voice, I guess. Uh, I think that I think that's the thing, though, with those Build-A-Bears. You get a voice and then you also get a heartbeat. It's like a little person. It's actually really cute now that I think about it. I'm going to go check another Build-A-Bear because I know where another Build-A-Bear is. It's a little far out, but I think I'll check for that Snorlax now. Way to go, Albert. It's what I do. I have to pay rent this. I have to pay rent for next month. I mean, by the way, this is what you agreed to when you said you want to do the show is at least every episode. I got to make you want to buy at least one thing. That is true. That is very true. Um, I picked up my 3DS. I got maybe 15 minutes of Black 2, White 2 in. I forgot how much I love that game, and I love the music in that game. But here's the other problem. I've gotten so used to playing on the TV now, it was kind of a hard regression that I was like, wait. Because I remember when I, when the, I first started playing on the TV, I was not ready for it, and I was not acclimated for it. Now I've gotten flipped. So I'm like, oh, so I have to like retrain my eyes and my body and how my hands feel holding a 3ds i'm just like oh oh no <laughs> i i love this game so much can i put this on the tv please i've been switching from like playing pokemon to like monster hunter to snap and like just jumping between the three games like okay what was the button layout that i followed again or like what how did i how do i do things again but i, I can see where we're coming from i actually need to start playing ultra sun or sun because i am like right there at finishing my living decks all I need are pretty much the Ultra Beasts 
and I'm set. I will have pretty much every known Pokemon up to this point and not have to worry about catching anything new. But I really just got to pick up the game and just grind for them, either doing the wormhole hunting or... I can't even remember if I finished that storyline in Sun. Maybe I did. I'm also going to have to pay for at least, like a, I guess, like a month of bank so I can put them all in bank and transfer to home. But that's just a project I just need to finish just so I can be done with it and not have to worry about that any anymore. But... Things are just so much. Do the same. Things are just so much more convenient in like Sword and Shield. It's like they spoiled me. <laughs> they spoiled me way too much. I I I love the charm and I love the life of the the old games though more than Sword and Shield. Uh, and what's funny is I think because um, Sword and Shield has been nice. It was a breath of fresh air. It was the first time it got to a home console, so it wasn't going to be a perfect game, right? Yeah. I've always ragged on Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, how I didn't like it, how I didn't have fun. And, and I, you know, I think the only, my biggest takeaway is I hated the trials. I'd much rather have had gyms. But the story was so amazing in Sun and Moon. And I actually, like, caught myself wanting to play that. Like, I was like, okay. And I think I enjoy it more than Sword and Shield. And it's not that I'm burnt out on Sword and Shield or anything because I haven't even played it in a while. It's... I just I think I've I've matured enough to know kind of what I like a little more and stuff because like I love I love Gen Four I love Gen Five best stories uh, gameplay's good everything like that and then I think I love Gen Six because you know I'm biased but the story wasn't even that great in Gen Six but in Gen Seven it was really really good. And I loved how beautiful it looked. I loved the music. I loved how like how vast and how open it did. How like it it was such a good game, and I I never gave it credit for being a good game. You always go back and remember the good, or I guess like after a while, and you've played the newer games, you can kind of look back and re-enjoy the games in a new kind of a new vision. See, new see, but I I stand by my my previous statement though. I love. Gen 1. I love the charm of Gen 1. You will never get me to play a Game Boy Color or Game Boy version of that game. I'll just go to Heart or Fire Red and Leaf Green. That's it. I, I, like That's the only hard stance I'm standing by. I love Gen 1. I love the charm, the music, the memories and everything. I will never go replay that game again unless there's some like ROM hack where it's like, you know, obscene nuzlocke or something and then i'll play it on my computer but i i will never play a physical cartridge of or the digital download that i had on the 3ds for yellow i'll never play those just where i just know <laughs> that is the one thing i have time but not that much time what's the popular one going around i think like twitch is like radical red it's like the new one that everyone likes playing or like the new like modded game that everyone likes playing right now I have to look that up. I hadn't seen it. Yeah, it's it's a ROM hack of uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, but it's got like all the Gen Eight Pokemon. It's got like Gigantamax dens. It's got like Megas, and it's it's got a lot of stuff that's updated. A lot of people really enjoy it, and I think it's got like a Nuzlocke mode and like a like a randomization mode too. It's but that's at least what I've noticed right now. It's going on one of the big trends. That's one of the more popular games. But yeah. Oh yeah, they have they have everything in it. Yep. I'm looking at, they have, uh, yeah, Mega Mawile, Electivire, Steelix, 
uh, Score Bunny, uh, Explode. Yeah, like I. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. Looks good. And I would, I would definitely do it. I think that's the other thing. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not gonna download it. Those things virus up the computers. Yeah. Um, I like, I like my computer too much. Um, I think that's the other thing. You know, I think it's really hard. And I know we're about to do a remake where 95% we ain't going to have no uh, national decks. I mean, we didn't even have a national decks in, in Sword and Shield until, you know, like like a couple months ago. I think that's the other thing is like you get used to all these different Pokemon and some sometimes you get attached to them and then when you can't, if you go back and play a game and there's a Pokemon you wish you had, like, could you imagine going through Gen 1 with a Mudkip? You know, things like that. Could you imagine going through Gen 5 with a Greninja or something? Like, you're just like, oh, I wish I had that Pokemon. Yeah. And so I think I think that that's another thing. I know we're not going to have a National Dex in a remake. A remake is a remake. Yeah. Um, but... You know, I think people miss those other Pokemon that they had relationships with that they're like, man, I I want that and stuff. I would love for a National Dex in uh, the Diamond and Pearl remix. Is that, is that what? Yeah. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Yeah. I would foresee us at least getting the first four. <laughs> up to Gen 4, I should say. Uh, those Pokemon being available, because that would at least scratch the itch of some Pokemon that are missing in Sword and Shield. But I don't know. I don't really see them putting any... Gen 5, 6, 7, or 8 Pokemon in there. Because I'm just going with it. They said it's supposed to be like a tried and true remake of it. So I'm not expecting yeah. anything new. I'm really expecting it just to be like a way to enjoy the Pokemon from back then. You know, relive your memories. I mean, and we know everyone's going to have pretty much the same, or for the most part, the same team. Everyone loves having Star Raptor, Luxray, Garchomp, Lucario, Togekiss. Those are like usually mainstays of everybody's teams. Oh, I know, yeah, Float I know. Toga Toga Ki- Togekiss and Garchomp and Electivire are are on mine. That's it. I the other three I'll I'll pick and plug. Probably gonna pick Infernape because uh, one that's my like only favorite fire starter, and also that like if they're real real tried and true, you don't get like a Ponyta until like Route. Oh yeah, fourteen or something like. There's no other fire Pokemon. Like you're 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 up the creek without a paddle. <laughs> so yeah, I'm probably gonna end up picking Inferno. <laughs> Chimchar. That was actually the first time I ever used a Rapidash. Was I got a Ponyta when I was playing? I think when I was, yeah when I had Diamond, I got a Ponyta and evolved it because that was the only fire type and I wanted one. So I used a Rapidash and I mean if it wasn't for that, I never would have got to play with Rapidash. I always pick the it. water starters usually. Uh, see, I'm on the same boat, but this was like the first time I ever like broke the chain, and, and I just like Turtwig's design and like Torterra's design too so much more that I went Turtwig. That's the exact same one I'm gonna go with here too. Every time I look at the starters, I don't think there's one set of bad starters. I think like I do have my least favorite starter set. Like Johto and Unova are my least favorite starters, but they're all great designs. That's just the starters, not not mm. the evolutionary line or anything. But um, I realized how much I actually love Gen 4s because I do love Turtwig's design. I love Turtwig. I think Turtwig's, like, adorable. Chim, or Chimchar's Chimchar. Everyone loves Chimchar. And then Piplup. Who? Pipl- Piplup is, and he thrived because of the anime. 
personality penguin. That's what I call him, personality penguin. So, yeah, that's a solid design there, too. Like I'm already thinking about which book I'm on a shiny hunt. I mean, Buizel's number one. I'm doing a shiny Buizel hunt for sure when we get to that point. I forgot how much you like Buizel. It's a really cool design. I like Buizel. I mean, there's a lot of water types I really love, but Buizel and Fultzel, I really, really like. See, I never really cared for him, but then I think in... Was it X and Y? Or was it... I ended up using one in, like, a set, and I was, like, I fell in love with, like, the Aqua Jet and everything. I was like, oh, yeah. I like I like this Pokemon. Um, shame I don't find more stuff of them. I mean, I've got, like, one Weasel plush that a friend bought me for my birthday. But, yeah, that's about all I really have. Oh, the, the stuff I want to find, I can never find, is anything Darmanitan. Yeah. I just, I can never find Darmanitan stuff. Or Electivire stuff. Like, it's so scarce. Like, those are the two things I want. Like, I can find Garchomp stuff. I can find Mewtwo stuff. Snorlax stuff is the easiest stuff to find. Like... Oh, Talonflame is another thing I can't find anything of. You never know. Now that we got like Gen Four coming to come back, that's when we got Electivire. So maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe yes. there's some Electivire merch on the way. I'm hoping they have good uh, Dialga merchandise. I love Dialga. I think Dialga is one of my favorite legendaries. Dialga is probably my fourth favorite legendary behind Mewtwo, Xerneas, and Rayquaza. Rayquaza. Before I get chewed out. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think Dialga is number four for me. Yeah, straight up. I would love some good Dialga merchandise. It was Lugia for me at the top of my list, but the second I saw Lugia's five. Sword and Shield five. had Wolves as their legendaries, like, yeah, they're rising up to their ranks. Who do, who, do you think ha- who do you think is the worst legendary design, though? Like, And there are so many, so, I mean, you could think of it. Like, you have the Genies, Heatran, he- Manaphy. Heatran. Oh well, no, those are mythicals. Mythical. I think Heatran too. Yeah. I think Heatran might be might be really bad. Or uh, to be honest, I picked Zacian. Zacian's the one with the sword, right? Zacian has the sword. Zamazenta has the shield. I always I always pick the blue line games. I usually pick the blue line games. I just that's just how I work. But. I don't like Zacian's design. I love Zamazenta's. I think Zamazenta's is amazing. Just the shield main and stuff. It's the perfect design. I just, I don't like this. Here's a wolf with a sword in its mouth. Like, that, that just, that doesn't do it for me. I just, I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's one of the worst ones, too. I know you love love wolves and, and, and doggos and stuff, but I was like, yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. And then there's one other that I'm not super keen on. Not Groudon, not Kyogre. Uh, the Reggies, Regigigas. Um, I yeah. actually like those. Uh, um, oh, you were saying like Gen Love 3. So I was giving you like Gen 3 legendaries to see if I can help you figure yeah, out no, what I'm, it was. I was trying to, th- I'm trying to think. Um, you remember what Gen? I like Reshiram and... Zekrom. Oh, you know who I don't like? Kirim. But it's, uh, but it's a... Vi- no, but that's a mythical. I was going to say Victini. Not a fan of Victini at all. I love it. Like, I love its moves and stuff, and I think it's cute in the anime. But, like, the design of it, I'm just not a fan. Don't like Manaphy. I get what they're going for. Mythicals, I'd probably yeah. put at the bottom. Mm. Shaman, I'm not a fan of Shaman. Shaman, I like. I, like, I think it's cute. <laughs> I like Shaman's sky form. I like that one. Hoopa's one that probably I'm having have a like conundrum. A I, just, I just realized that I, d- I put Lugia above Giratina. I'm starting to debate that number five spot. 
I like how you're like debating for the number five spot. And it's not like the number one spot or like the number two. Oh no, <laughs> I, I'm I'm very tried and true to my favorites. You know this. I am I'm a ride or die with my favorites. Mewtwo literally everywhere. Snorlax literally everywhere. Like I said, if I can find Garchomp stuff, Garchomp will be everywhere. I'm really hoping um, they're gonna like do figures of like the wolves at some point because I would love to do that for like a photo shoot. Just like find like a good park to actually like do the shots at. My photographer brain just goes wild. <laughs> Did you see Japan uh, before? I mean, we got about ten minutes. Yeah. Did you see Japan? Uh, it's getting Japan the release of uh, Groudon, Kyogre, like, and Rayquaza. It's like, but it's scale sized. They're scale sized figures, so like they, ha- you could buy a Waylord figure. It's probably going to cost more than all the other ones, but it literally, it sits at like three feet long, and like a foot and a half tall. I've seen it's those. a big figure. Yeah, and then it's like it, they're all called to scale, and um, Japan's getting them. And I was like, "Oh, uh, no! I, I want, I want like a Snorlax. I want like I want a Darmanitan. I, I just want Darmanitan stuff. Like I wish they had more stuff. I thought they did because um, I could have sworn I saw like a to scale set, and it was Gen Five. I could have sworn there is like a Darumaka Darmanitan I have, like, figure with that." So when I first got to Pokemon Center in New York, 2013, they had random figures in Pokeballs. They even had like the original black and white set stuff, and then like, so I got like a Rayqu- I got a Rayquaza figure, I got a Darmanitan figure, and I got a, I forgot I I th- uh, remind me remind me Stephen you know this oh I got a Lugia and a Ho Oh figure I got those four, um because they're like they were rare. And um, I got those, and that's the only time I've been able to find Darmanitan merchandise. And then I found an Electivire plush from the Rock Band set on Sunny Shore, and dummy me didn't just order it right away. I was like, all right, I'm going to wait till payday. You hesitated. <laughs> I hesitated. I, I went back four days later. I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy it now. No, yeah. no, it was gone. Sold out. It's like, sh- they, they had like eight of them left. I was like, oh, okay, I'll get one. No, no, too late. There's other people like me looking every other second. And pulling the trigger that I wouldn't. Uh, that's how I was when I think it was Toys R Us was going like out of business, and they kept having all those sales, like get rid of their stock. I remember walking through the Pokemon aisle, and they had like legendary figurines. Like I remember seeing, I think it was like a Ho Oh one. I remember seeing the Rayquaza one. Like yeah, I could probably do photos with these eventually one day. Like eh, I'll get them later, and then maybe I can find them online. No, I got a I got a Xerneas and a Ho Oh from the Toys R Us. Yeah, I, I should have jumped on that when I had the opportunity because, like, I've got, like, a whole, like, lunchbox filled with figures, but it's, like, the starters. I wish they'd release more of the starters, like, Pikachu, Eevee, the Eevee line, all that stuff, but no legendaries. No, I don't have any legendaries, really, like, unless I'm using Pokemon Go and, like, the AR photo, like, the AR mode. I really don't have, like, ways to take legendary photos, so maybe, maybe when we get to, like, a certain part this year with the 25th they'll release like more figurines or maybe that's something planned for later like i would for sure get a couple of my like favorite legendaries like the like i said like the legendary wolves i would go for for sure with those lugia i would go for in a heartbeat too i, I just see the figures like i know most people see them as like display pieces but like me it's just okay if i take the lugia figure you know out to the lake if i get a nice low angle shot i can actually make it look like it's coming out of the water like all that all that kind of stuff just goes through my brain yeah, man. There's a lot of creative juices with those figures, for sure. But um, this has been our longest episode in a while. We're sitting at, you know, 
55 minutes recording time, which could be longer with all the audio. Yep. But uh, I think that's it. I mean, we didn't really have any news this week. It was just kind of, hey, let's let's get ready for our our one-year birth anniversary day thing uh, to celebrate with the 25 years of Pokemon that we are celebrating all year um, and just talk some good moments and finds and fun and see what we got. I, I'm assuming next week, with it being the start of a new month means new, a lot of go news. So I mo I most likely won't be on the show. So the go team's got some work cut out for them. Um, but I, I think that's it, man. You, you got anything to, to close with? Nope. We pretty much covered everything. The only other thing I can really do is trainers. If you want to get your Sylveon early when it drops, you know, when this episode goes live in Pokemon go, you just nickname this only work once. So make it count. Nickname one of your Eevees Kira, K-I-R-A, and you can evolve to Sylveon without having to do whatever the heart requirements are. So Yo, you can do that I've once already... and once only. So use that well. Oh my goodness, I've already done that. So I saw something online months ago about when Gen Six when Gen Six dropped. I saw something that was like the yep. news verbatim. Someone put. And so I already had the name Kira, and I was like, "Oh, I could tra- I could change it now." Well, it wasn't live. Yep. So now, you know, I have this EV buddy that's collecting all these hearts, and I was thinking maybe the heart thing would be the the thing because someone said that too. It is. But if it's just the Kira, I'm gonna. It's gonna be the, get it. It's the heart thing, but I mean, there is a name trick, and we'll we'll go through it another day. But if you use right. that trick, you can evolve at least one EV into one of its evolutions, and that's the trick. Which I've known about that one, but. At the time of us recording, the event's already live in like the Asian Pacific region, so it's been confirmed. So now that it's been confirmed, I feel actually more comfortable talking about it on the show. But yeah, Kira's the name you're going awesome. for trainers. But yeah, other than that, I really got nothing. So trainers, if you ever want to get a hold of us, easiest way is through Twitter, at 1334dex. Tweet at us, shoot us a DM, whatever you want to go with. Or if you want to send us an email, you can always do that too, at the 1334dex at gmail.com so from all of us here at the 1334 decks from steven classic to myself researcher albert and until your next adventure trainers we will catch you later see ya